This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast about how to be happier. This week, we'll talk about why you might look at your home through the eyes of a stranger, and we'll share some gratifying before and after stories of clutter-clearing triumph from listeners. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. Yes! I am still in New York City, still in my home office, and joining me today from L.A. is my sister Elizabeth Kraft. And Elizabeth, I wish I could come over to do before and after clutter clearing with you. That has been some of our most fun times. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A. And Gretch, I wish the same. I desperately need it. One of these days. (laughs) Before we launch in, we got a few very fun updates from listeners. Yes. Now, Gretch, this comes from Jennifer in Leavenworth, Kansas, and she talks about a visit she made to our hometown of Kansas City. And we always talk about the plaza, so she mentions that. It's fun. She says, over the winter, my husband and I did an urban hike at the Country Club Plaza. It was such a treat to hear the history of the plaza, Loose Park, and many surrounding neighborhoods. Knowing that you both enjoy this area, I kept thinking Gretchen and Elizabeth would love this. I asked the hike leader how she got started, and she said, well, have you heard of a podcast called Side Hustle School? I said, no way. She heard an episode of Side Hustle School that featured an urban hike business in San Francisco, and she thought that KC needed one. She started it in 2020 during the pandemic, and it has really taken off. The next time you're in Kansas City, I highly recommend doing one of her hikes. I can't wait for it to warm up so I can do another one. Well, first of all, Gretch, I love this idea, and I want us to do one of these urban hikes with Dad. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, yes, because I know some things about the history of the plaza, but I'm sure it would be really super fun to know more. And that is exactly the area that we love. And it's so fun to have this connection, not only with Kansas City, but also with Side Hustle School with our pal Chris Gillibo. I'm going to email him and tell him about this business that got started. It's awesome. We'll post a link to Urban Hikes KC in the show notes. Yes. And then Kara had this update after listening to episode 312. She said, I am also clutter blind and my mom and my partner are not. So I've been a source (laughs) of frustration for people close to me all of my life. 
My partner is especially annoyed by dishes in the sink. I do not care about them whatsoever, but what I do care about is not sitting for 10 straight hours during work from home, so I use the dishes as a movement break for me midday. Also, I play a game with myself. If my boyfriend cannot tell what I've eaten for lunch at the end of the workday because I've properly cleaned up my ingredients, cooking utensils, and dishes— then I win. If he can name most or all of my lunch, I lose. And I hate losing. Well, I think this is brilliant because it's recognizing that if you're clutter blind, you don't care. But other people care. So finding a way to make it work for you. She's gamified it. It works for her because she doesn't want to be sitting. Like, I just think this is That's great. It's a brilliant solution for dealing with something that can lead to conflict. So this is good. As I know, well, you know. <laughs> Well, speaking of clutter clearing and kind of on the theme of spring cleaning, our Try This at Home tip this week is to look at your home with the eyes of a stranger. So if you're trying to get yourself geared up to clear clutter, one way to spot areas that need to be tackled is to look around your place as if you didn't live there. Mm. The way it works for me is if I know people are coming over, or especially if mom and dad are coming for a visit, I see things much more clearly. Like if I know somebody who doesn't live in this house is coming over, I see things in a very different light. And I think, well, what would this look like to them? What would these giant stacks of books overflowing the coffee table, what would they think? And I'm <laughs> like, I think I need to tackle that. How about you, Alyssa? Well, it's funny that we were talking about this because on Happier in Hollywood, we've been talking about how my writing partner, Sarah, is moving to Ojai. Yeah, that's a bold, big move. It's exciting. Yes, she is going to be selling her house. So mm -hmm. inspired by that, I was walking around our house as if a realtor were preparing to put it on the market and sort of evaluate its worth with a cold eye. Yeah. And so that's really helpful because you can think about what aspects might drag down its value, what changes would allow it to command a better price. Could you transform that junk room into an office or an exercise room? So there's so much that you can look at with an eye toward if you were like at an open house. Right. Right. Well, and kind of along the same lines, you can imagine, what if you were going to list your place on Airbnb mm. and if somebody were going to come over, what would they think? Or if they saw pictures of it on the website, what would they think about like, oh, why is all that stuff piled on the top of the cabinets or whatever? You sort of take it for granted, but then when you try to look at it with the eyes of a stranger. Yes. You could also imagine that you're a professional organizer or a house cleaner, um, like called in to bid on doing this job. <laughs> like, that would be a scary thought in, in, in our house. Yeah. Well, I think when we assume the identity of who doesn't have our personal connection, we see things differently because mm -hmm. we're used to it. It's our stuff. It feels one way to us, but getting that distance gives us perspective. Yes, I was actually at my sister-in-law's and I noticed like she has no clutter and it's so pleasing. Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny. I did a little happier related to this because I've never forgotten when I was in college, my friend Sarah lived off campus. And you know how you have to, um, in order to get your, your safety deposit back, everything has to be cleaned up. Yeah. And so she, you know, was frantically cleaning her apartment, clearing it up. And then she said to me, you know what? Don't wait until you're moving out to clean your apartment. After you clean it up, you realize how nice it was all along. And I always think of that because, you know, sometimes when we, we think, oh, I need to make a huge change or like do something massive, like do something drastic. And sometimes that is necessary. But sometimes you can do things to improve your situation you know, just with what you already have by taking little steps. 
Yes. It reminds me of the show Love It or Leave It, Gretchen, where they yes. redo the house or they move. Yes. Or they redo the house and then they look at houses they could move into. And yes. almost always, once they've redone their own house, they decide to stay. Right. Because they realize, oh, part of what I wanted was more room to put my stuff away. And it's like, if I got rid of all the stuff I don't use, I have room to put my stuff away. Yeah. yeah. Adam watches marathons of that show. And I'm wondering if I should look at that as a signal to me that we need to like reconfigure our house so that it's more pleasing. Maybe after Fantasy Island finishes shooting. I don't think it's something no. you want to tackle right this moment, no. but you know, down the road. <laughs> Not going to happen now. And Gretchen, for people who do want to tackle this now, by the way, they should get your book, Outer Order, Inner Calm, because you have yes. so many clutter-clearing practical tips in that book. It's like a manual. This is a psych-up book. It's like supposed to yeah. get you so fired up that you're like, I don't even want to read this book anymore. I want to just go clean out a yes. closet. <laughs> so let us know if you do try this at home and how looking at your house through the eyes of a stranger works for you. Let us know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcast at GretchenRubin.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes. Go to happiercast.com slash 318 for everything related to this episode. Coming up, we have a clutter-clearing happiness hack that might be life-changing. First, <laughs> this break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. Gretchen, it's time for this week's happiness hack, and this is an easy way to get clutter off the floor. Yes, hooks. 
Now, we've talked about hooks before in various contexts, but I think it's time to really focus on the power of the hook hack. So how can you use hooks? One thing, my family was never hanging up coats in the closet until I put in tons of hooks. And now people will put their coats on hooks because it's like we are that lazy that mm-hmm. like we can't be bothered to use a hanger. So that's great because that was very messy. Now that those are put away. Also, we talked about this a while back, how many people are sort of haunted by clothes that are neither clean nor dirty. Yes. It's like the sweatshirt you've worn for like an afternoon. And many, many people suggested that if you want to create a special place for that category of clothes, use hooks. Also, if you want to use a different kind of hook, you can use a coat rack. You can put bags on holders, you know, like the way if you go to a kid's school, sometimes if they don't have cubbies, they have hooks where they put their backpack. And so there's a lot you can do with a hook. And then what I love is now there are hooks that you can put up and they don't destroy the wall when you take them down. Yes, this is command hooks. And I have to say, I did not know about command hooks until Eliza went to college. And then it turns out, oh my gosh, command hooks are the greatest thing of all time because you can put them on the wall as long as it's a smooth wall. It can't be like something like brick. It has to be pretty smooth. But it's great for people who can't mark up their wall. Like if you're renting or you're in a dorm room or you just don't want to mark up your wall, they stick. They come in so many different sizes. You can hang anything and then they just come off. It's like magical. That is magic. I need some of those for sure. Well, it just lowers the pressure because if you're actually hammering in a nail, that feels like you really have to get it right. Whereas this feels like if you're just wanting to put up like a holiday decoration or something like that. Or like Eleanor in her room, she put them on the box wood of her window. And she's an abundance lover, so she likes to have a lot of stuff everywhere. And I wouldn't have let her hammer a hook in to the window, but she can have a little command hook there and decorate. Amazing. Yes, let's use the hooks. Modern living at its best. I know, Man right. hooks. Yes, yes. So now before and after. Elizabeth, we loved seeing these and reading about these. Yes. We asked people to send us stories of their before and after on clutter clearing, and we got some great stories. Yes, yeah, so we're, we'll read, but if you want to see the before and afters, go to happiercast.com slash 318 because we will post photos to accompany what people said. So Bridget wrote, I love you guys, and you mentioned wanting to see before and afters inspired by Outer Order Inner Calm. I just finished this project, so when I heard this on your podcast, I had to send you the photos. My upstairs art room slash laundry room was a dumping ground because we had to save up for stackable washers and dryers. I had zero organizational systems in place for all of my art supplies. Now my vision of a functional yet inspiring place for me to both do laundry and create has come to life. I am thrilled. The best part is we did this transformation on little money. I painted the tile myself, wallpapered with my husband, and found the armoire for storage secondhand. It is now serving me calm even when I walk by instead of chaos. So this is a great example of recapturing an underused space, which is some, uh, something many people talk about, which is a place that's an eyesore becomes a treasure house, which is always so satisfying. And then Gretchen, Andrea has a, a Zoom-related before <laughs> yeah. and after, which I appreciate because my life is Zooms right now. Mm-hmm. She says, Zoom meetings have helped me reduce clutter around my house. At the beginning of the pandemic, I started following Room Raider 
on Twitter, a hilarious feed that rates the rooms of notable people who are being interviewed virtually. Seeing my rooms via Zoom made me realize I needed to declutter. I tackled my office slash den first and then started Zooming from different rooms in my house. I open Zoom about 20 minutes before the call starts so I can check out my background and quickly declutter and organize the room. I did make one purchase, a ceramic squirrel that Room Raider frequently mentioned when reviewing a pundit's room. I call it my pandemic squirrel and I smile whenever I see it. I love this. Yes. Well, this is a great example of looking at your house through the eyes of a stranger because Room Raider is a stranger raiding your rooms. And this is also really good for obligers because it's bringing in that imaginary outer accountability, which is what would the Room Raiders people rate me if they saw these rooms? And actual people are going to be seeing your room, too. Yes, that's true. Yeah, it works in the present and in the future. But Gretch, I am guilty of a zo- right before a Zoom meeting, looking at what's in my background and then just shoving everything off <laughs> out of frame. I have done that many times. Oh, we've all done it. We've all done it. Amanda writes, I've been in education as a music teacher for 11 years now and have worked in a few different spaces. This sometimes means you inherit whatever materials were in the classroom before you. It's not like an office or cubicle where the person before you actually clears out the belongings and it's a clean slate. No. Instead, you might be initially stuck with ancient textbooks, dusty, broken, or uncared for instruments, thousands of photocopies, outdated materials of all kinds, and just a general feeling of clutter. Several times I've worked extremely hard to assess what is usable or of any current educational value. Because these items have oftentimes been purchased by the school district, teachers have to go through a long process to get rid of these items, which are considered school property. It's a process I've gone through multiple times, and every time it's been so worth it. I've been able to regain space, sometimes even an empty shelf somewhere, Mm -hmm. gasp, and clarity on what I actually have and will use with my students. Education is constantly changing, but there are things we can all agree on, like stacks of papers that are so old they are stuck together can be thrown away. This process can take all the way until springtime, months into the school year. When the year starts, you're focused on hitting the ground running, lesson planning, and connecting with your students. At this point in the year, things have settled into a routine, and there is usually, at least for me, a few windows of time per week to set aside for this type of spring cleaning, a.k.a. cleaning out old materials. It can take years. Mm -hmm. The nicer weather, open windows, and sunshine often make me feel motivated to declutter my classroom and start fresh. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why there's this spring cleaning. Like, you do feel this urge to clean and clear and, like, make everything fresh because everything's so fresh outside. Yes, that is so true. And then Bridget says, here are some before and after photos of our kitchen pantry and a corner cabinet that we have been struggling with for years. (laughs) We actually had a cabinet consultant come out and they were going to charge over $1,000 to put some sort of moving shelves inside the cabinet to make things easier to access. I started looking online for other solutions and found pot slash pan vertical holders only spent about $50. Oh, that's satisfying. Yes, Gretchen, can I just shout out Adam, who in the same vein put under our sink the shelves that pull out. Oh, yes. Which is, again, life-changing. I was yes. impressed. You reclaim so much space, yes. Yeah. Or I remember our grandparents had that Lazy Susan because they had that, like, cabinet that was a, was like an L. Yes. I remember just loving to spin yes. that Lazy Susan. <laughs> Well, we love these. Keep sending them in or post them to hashtag before and after or hashtag outer order inner calm. It really is so satisfying um, to see these. 
Also, if you are wanting to get yourself psyched up, I do have my Outer Order Intercom 30 Days SMS Challenge. It's a 30-day text SMS challenge to give you ideas for decluttering your life. You can click the link in the show notes, or you can visit GretchenRubin.com slash SMS. Now here, there is a code for 25% off, but it's not, uh, you have to pay attention. It's G-R-O-O-I-C-P-O-D. But again, I'll put the link in the show notes to happiercast.com slash 318 because it's GR Gretchen Rubin, Outer Order Intercom, OOIC, POD. Anyway, if you like to have like a quick challenge to do some spring cleaning. We can all use more Outer Order Intercom, Gretchen. I'll take that challenge after (laughs) Fantasy Island. Now, this week, instead of a listener question, we're going to do listener answers because in episode 316, we posed the, the question... What valuable lessons have you learned from the pandemic? And we got very, very thoughtful answers from listeners. Yes. Uh, Nikki said, I don't mean to make light of any hardships or losses anyone has experienced in the past year, but I found the the pandemic to be a forced reset for me and reevaluation of my priorities. It forced me to slow down and see what is important. I was living overseas and was forced to unexpectedly relocate back to the U.S., It was a scary time characterized by tremendous uncertainty, fear about my own safety and security, but also the well-being of my friends and family. While there has been a lot that we as a society have been ashamed of in the past year, there also have been moments of good where people stepped up, lent a helping hand, assumed noble intent, and just put their best feet forward. We are capable of doing amazing things when called upon, and there have been moments where I've been immensely grateful, humbled, and inspired by what I've seen. The forced downtime made me see just how lucky I am to take a breather and be more present in my life. I realized just how stressed I was, how unnecessary that was in most instances, and the negative effect it was having on my health and overall well-being. I took the downtime to breathe, to focus on being a better version of myself, recognizing how important it was to me to grow as a person, exercising and reading more, practicing gratitude and living in the moment because nothing is promised. Nothing is guaranteed. There are little bits of happy in every day. You just have to take the time to open your eyes to see them. So that's a huge insight to have. Yeah, I think a lot of people realize they were overstressed for no reason. Yeah. sort of overscheduled, yes. overextended. And I think that is a takeaway for a lot of people. Yes. Chris wrote, the most valuable lesson I learned during the lockdown we had in California was this. Do not cling too tightly to your career and be ready to welcome new seasons of change in your life. My husband of 38 years and I run a bookstore cafe near Los Angeles. Over the 20 years we have worked there, I have gotten great gratification from the hustle and bustle of serving customers, managing employees, and purchasing products. However, about three weeks into the silence of the lockdown, I began to hear my heart singing a joyful song. I was so content with having time to clean and organize my home. I loved cooking delicious meals for my family every day. My husband and I began walking together every afternoon. We'd spent that time holding hands, laughing, and just enjoying each other. When we were called to return to work last June, we spent one of our walks laying some ground rules to keep us from getting right back onto that crazy hamster wheel. Leave work after eight hours. Get more sleep and continue to walk on our days off. Well, that's nice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and it's about holding on to what has worked for you during this time. Yes. Kim says, an important lesson I learned from the pandemic is that even if I have all the time in the world, there are still some things I am just not going to do. (laughs) 
I'm an upholder and I'm usually able to accomplish the things I want to accomplish. I've made the year list for the last four years and have completed almost every item on them. It's not often we are given the gift of extra time. So this lesson could only come at a time when this was the case. I am a high school teacher in Southern California. And when school shut down at this time last year, I suddenly had a lot of free time. There was some work, but nothing like I was used to since we were completely unprepared and without systems in place for virtual school. After a while, I noticed that even though I had plenty of time and nowhere to go, certain things were still not getting done, which made me look deeper at the reasons why these things were going undone. For example, I had neglected clearing out the clutter in my spare room for months, and even when I had time to do it, I did not do it. I realized that I hadn't really taken the time to think about why this was because I was just blaming it on being busy. When I really thought about it, I knew my hesitation came from me not knowing whether I wanted to stay living where I was living. My girlfriend of 12 years and I had broken up shortly before the pandemic, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to stay living in our house or not. Once I really examined this, I realized that I did love this house that I had decorated all by myself and that as of now, it felt good to be here. Once I decided, I was able to clear out the spare room and make it a usable space. I began paying attention to how many times I said I would do something if I had more time and looking at whether this was really true or not. Sometimes there is an underlying reason and sometimes there isn't, but knowing really helps. I find that a lack of time is rarely the real reason I don't get something done. For the things I want to do, I find the time. If I really don't want to do them, I try to let them go and stop feeling guilty. Having had a year filled with more extra time than ever has really solidified this lesson, and I am grateful for it. Now, if I could just find the time to do my taxes. <laughs> well, I think this is a great example of like, why is something not getting done? Because maybe maybe there's a reason and understanding that reason can unlock things. So I think that's a really great thing to be aware of. Leslie said, I started wearing brighter lipstick during the pandemic because my makeup looks really washed out on Zoom and I like it in person too. I'll continue to wear brighter colors. They say everyone looks good in red lipstick. You just have to find the right shade. I'm a believer now. Okay, so that's simple but fun. Yes. And finally, Pam said, I'm learning now more than ever what a delight it is to send and receive a handwritten note via snail mail. It's become a habit for me to write and mail a note or two every week to someone I haven't seen in a while, a friend who needs extra support, or just say hello to an elderly church member who may be feeling isolated since in-person services haven't been held for a year now. It's fun to use up my stash of stationery, check out the stamp offerings at the post office, and I even take my young grandchildren along with me to the post office so they can experience this process. I feel sure that my note writing habit will continue on. Oh, that's so nice. It is lovely. Very civilized. Okay, Gretchen, coming up, I'm going to give myself a demerit uh, related to dinner. But first, this break. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better. 
They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. They have everything from Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans. They've got everything you want. I have the Saucy, which is a terrific saucepan. It has curved sides. It has a pouring spout. It has a lid. And it looks so elegant. It's really a pleasure just to look at it on the counter, even before we're using it. Yes, I love all the colors. Yeah. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code HAPPIER. That's greatjones.com, promo code HAPPIER. Okay, Elizabeth, it's time for demerits and gold stars. And 318 is an even number, and that means it's your turn for a demerit. Yes. Okay, Gretchen, I believe I announced on the podcast a while back that going forward, I did not want to Postmates or Grubhub or whatever order dinner during the week because I know that whatever I order in is going to be worse for me and more calories than something I make at home or prepare at home. Let's say microwave at home since I'm not really a cook. Mm-hmm. But since making that announcement, I have completely not followed through. I've only done my, because I, when I'm on a roll, I make roasted vegetables mm. several times yes. a week. I've only done it like twice. I just, I, I have, I have continued to order dinner. I know a lot of it has to do with just like my absolute exhaustion from running the show, but nonetheless, many people are exhausted and working hard and they still get themselves together to get a dinner. So I'm just declaring it, hoping that it will force change. Well, both of us have have had double demerits before. Um, Sometimes it helps and sometimes it's like, well, this is a demerit I think I will be getting many times. Yes. So there it is. Now, Gretch, how about you? What's your gold star? I want to give a gold star to a podcast called Imaginary Worlds. Imaginary Worlds is a biweekly podcast about science fiction and other fantasy genres hosted by Eric Malinsky. Mm. And so if you like fantasy, fairy tale, science fiction, like he did one about the Brothers Grimm, he did one about tarot, he did one about Rod Serling's Imagination, There's ones about makeup and creating creatures. I just really, really enjoy it. Uh, Really well done. Very interesting. Yeah. Imaginary worlds. Yes. Now, the resources for this week. Again, we want to say a big thank you to everyone who participated in the survey. We were overwhelmed by the response. So thank you very much. And we still really appreciate it when you recommend the show to a friend, family member, or colleague, just as I just recommended Imaginary Worlds. Hearing somebody else talk about a podcast that you really like is is the way that most people get interested in listening to a podcast. So as we announced a few episodes ago, in honor of our sixth anniversary, 
If you recommend the show to six people to say thank you, we will send you a sheet of gold stars. And this is honor system. And unfortunately, it's U.S. and Canada only because we will actually mail these to you. So go to happiercast.com slash share when you've recommended it to six people to fill out the mailing details. Also, if you want an easy to follow instructions about how to share while you're listening, it's very easy to just text or email a link to somebody. You could probably just poke around on your on the screen of your smartphone. But if you want instructions, we will put that in the show notes as well. And Gretchen, what are we reading? What are you reading this week? I just finished This is the Voice by John Colapinto. It's all about the voice, which so I'm reading it for my five senses book. How about you, mm-hmm. Elizabeth? I just finished Sunshine Girl by Juliana Margulies, which will be coming out in May. And that's it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Look at your home through the eyes of a stranger. Let us know if you tried it and if it worked for you. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Twitter at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Elizabeth Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. If you like the show, as I just mentioned, please be sure to tell a friend. We really do appreciate it. And tell six people and get your sheet of gold stars if you're in the U.S. and Canada. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Craft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us. Onward and upward. Well, listen, I, every time we recorded the podcast, uh, I like looking over your shoulder and seeing what's going on in your room. I see the edge of your treadmill desk there, and I yeah. see your shelves. It's a little insight into your life. Yes, and I, um, with you, Gretchen, I don't bother to clear the clutter. I just let it lie. <laughs> yeah. From the Onward Project.